Hey friends, welcome to the Victor Marks Podcast with Victor Marks, founder of All Things Possible Ministries. Welcome to the show where we bring you real conversations faced with life's hard truths, stories of redemption, and the latest from the front lines. Whether you're on the road, getting your day started, or finally settling in, we've got an exciting new episode planned for you. So let's dive in to today's show. Well, Victor Marks is a seasoned soldier who brings a lifetime of experience into war-torn situations. He spoke with us about his ministry to traumatize children and the detailed planning that went into Hamas's massacre of innocent Israelis on October 7th. Take a look. So, Victor Marks with uh, All Things Possible, tell us why you're here in Israel right now. Well, when everything clocked off, we started praying because our ministry is very effective in reaching women and children who've been affected by terrorism when we do our humanitarian work. And as you know, because we've been to Iraq, and but when this happened, we started praying and said, God, if you give us access and placement, an invitation will come. Within three days, we had it. Mm -hmm. And the need, we knew there'd be a great need for children who've been traumatized. So we brought over 1,200 well, these little guys right here, trauma tools, where they have music that's played and it lowers their anxiety, but it also, a big thing, just present it mm. to help them stay connected uh, with God. And they work. So that's the main reason why we came. And of course, as always, once boots hit the ground, just God started opening doors, lots with military, special forces teams, um, getting us into places that uh, we, you know, probably shouldn't be, but mm -hmm. definitely got into. Yeah. What, what, what impact did these, these? Well, it's, it's, it's instant. Uh, like today, uh, Jamo, one of our team members, uh, he was playing with two little boys and they had the line of lamps. And the mother said, this is the first time since the attack, since their home was attacked and they had to flee and um, that they've actually smiled. Mm. So they were laughing and giggling, and I'll tell you, uh, this is something that changes an environment when kids are suffering. We bring them and just handing them. It doesn't matter where we are in the world. When they've suffered something traumatic, these work instantly. Yeah. You've been here for several days. Yeah. Tell us your perspective of seeing things. You've met guys, in, uh, you've met children that are in trauma. You've met uh, special forces. What's your yeah. perspective? It's far worse than anybody can imagine just watching the news. And uh, because a lot of the emphasis, believe it or not, is going to the Gaza side uh, because more of suffering and death toll. But the reality of what happened, it's the worst massacre on a large scale than anything I've ever seen. And the difference in people need to understand, these were innocent people that were attacked. There are little communities that they have set up along the border, on the Gaza border. No, there's guys, there's soldiers in there, uh, but they're only, they keep about 10 weapons, rifles, but about 50 rounds of ammunition. They had planned, and have been here for years, for maybe five to 10 terrorists to sneak through the tunnel and attack them. What happened, no one expected, because there were over 2,500 Hamas Tigers and vehicles, discus, uh, RPGs, they overwhelmed every village. And literally, once they had overtaken a little town, there was 
zero resistance. So they took their time going into every home. And Chris, I saw the hit list. This was a detailed, long-term planning on who lived where, how many children, who the father worked for, if he was in the IDF, what aspect. This was a horrific terrorist attack that I hope Americans realize it can happen on our soil, and they better be prepared. Yeah, what's your message to the, the United States? Well, what happened here, the number one thing is they underestimated the enemy, and they live right there. We, when we were at the border, we've seen it, but there's a complacency and an apathy can happen, or just a lack of planning. They, they underestimated the enemy. In America, think about it. We've had over two million people come through our borders unchecked, can't track them. We know they're military-aged men. I've been there. I've been in the Darien Gap where they come through, Mexico, Guatemala, Panama, all the way down to Colombia. I saw it. And we know that there are cells in America of hostiles, of terrorists, who are planning to attack America in different ways. And the best thing Americans can, can do is not think that somebody in the White House is going to save them or even 911. That's not going to happen. They need to have a strong community. Make sure that you have redundancies and security, that if a truckload of guys decided to come to your home and rob you, what would you do? So that's why you see so many Americans fighting for their Second Amendment rights. And that's why you see people on the left trying to take them away. There's an intentionality to weaken uh, Americans. And I'll tell you, even young men, young men, this may sound weird to some, but there's a lack of testosterone in young men that keep them from being decisive or aggressive. Believe me, controlled aggression is what you need when you're fighting what we call the manifestation of evil. What does this event uh, signify in history? The worst since the atrocity, since the Holocaust. Are we in a new era right now? We are. This is not your typical tit for tat. Hamas throws some rockets over. Israel makes them pay. This was a full-scale attack. They breached them and they killed. It's, it's, it's documented well over 1,200 still being hostages, but the savagery of what they did. And you can see terrorist countries, Iran, Hezbollah, uh, they're, they're starting to close in and they think they're gonna be able to overcome Israel. They won't. It, they won't be able to. Things may get messy, but God will protect them, Israel. But I'll tell you, uh, this should bolster people's faith. It should make people want to pray for Israel, just like the Bible says, pray for peace. And then support people here. Because the one thing that's kind of shocked us is we've gone into the main training camps. We've gave some assistance on some things. We've gone to forward observation. But one of the things that there are, there's equipment need here. Um, not everybody has the best equipment, and uh, that's needed. And we are we were able to provide some essential gear for frontline guys doing the deal yeah. um, because of what we do. Sure. Any final thoughts, Victor? I would just say um, pray. If the, the Jews, wherever they're in the world, are feeling persecution, and Christians in America, you're going to start feeling this persecution as well. Yeah. Victor Marks, all things uh, possible. Great to be with you. You too, brother. Thanks for 
joining us for today's episode. We'd love to stay connected with you and invite you to the conversation beyond this podcast. You can check out more of the work we're doing around the world at victormarks.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all linked in the show notes. Be sure to drop us a comment in the review section if today's show has impacted you in any way or if there's anything you'd like to hear more of. We're always encouraged to hear from you. Thanks for spending your time with us. Until next time.